just want to share with you a couple of verses. Uh, like I said before, we, we've done the testimony panel a couple of times, and uh, we think it's really important that we hear about real lives being changed and affected by God. And so we, we take about one in six months, once, uh, one Sunday in six months, to, to hear from a couple of people. And, and uh, the service planning team were uh, kind of planning out several months of Sundays, which they do periodically. And the testimony panel idea came up, and they said, we'd like to have the elders. So it was their suggestion, and uh, we, we grudgingly agreed to, to do that. And we're very happy to do that this afternoon. But before we get to that, I'd like us to uh, just think about two verses. Uh, really simple, really, well, really short, uh, two little verses that I'm just going to scratch the surface of. Honestly, we could ponder these for the rest of the week, the rest of the month. In fact, life groups this week, we're going to start with these couple of verses and think about them and then think about how uh, God is at work in our lives. And so that's going to be a good time as we restart the life groups. But the book of Hebrews, and uh, the, the verses will be on the screen, so no need to grab a Bible. But the book of Hebrews is probably my favorite, I've got about 30 favorite books in the Bible, but it's probably the one that I'll say most often if I'm asked, what's your favorite book? I'll say Hebrews. It's just a wonderful book. It's a book we should probably preach through uh, before too long because it's such a, a special part of scripture, it presents Christ to us, it encourages us, it just does a wonderful job. And right at the end of it, the writer, or the, I think the preacher to the Hebrews, because I think it was a sermon originally, the preacher to the Hebrews puts these two verses, chapter 13, verses 20 and 21. And these verses tell us something about God and something about us. They tell us something about the past and they tell us something about the present. Let me read these verses to you. I think they'll be on the screen behind me. Now may the God of peace who brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, the great shepherd of the sheep, by the blood of the eternal covenant, equip you with everything good that you may do his will, working in us that which is pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. Okay, so just two little kind of uh, verses, one sentence to kind of wrap up the book. And he tells us something about God here, and he tells us something about us, something past, something present, and actually something future as well. But notice what he says about God. It's God who's at work. It's God who is kind of the, the person doing stuff, really, in these verses. And it refers back, first of all, to Easter. It's saying a couple of things about Easter. There's a, a reference to the blood of the eternal covenant. Now, that that really would take a while to unpack. But in simple terms, uh, the Bible talks about a new covenant or an eternal covenant that God was going to put into place uh, to bring people into relationship with him. Now, this book is written after the first Easter, and it's looking back and it's saying the blood that Jesus spilled on the cross, the blood that he poured out as he died, that's the blood that makes our relationship with God possible. That's what the blood of the covenant is referring to. It's saying, look at the great sacrifice that God did that first Easter. And then it's also referring to the resurrection. Uh, it says, the God of peace who brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus. I love that, don't you? The, the fact that Easter's not just a, a sort of past tense thing, like last week we had Easter, this week we're not going to mention it. No, actually, Easter happened once... 2,000 years ago, 
But the reality that was created by Easter is an ongoing present tense reality. What it means is that Jesus, for a start, is alive today. He rose from the dead. God brought him back from the dead for us. And that means, therefore, that God is the God of peace for us. There is peace now between us and God. Earlier in the book, in chapter 12, it talks about how frightening it is to face judgment from this God and to fall into the hands of of this God when he's ready to judge. It's a terrifying thought. But for those of us who are in the family, we have peace with God. But the, the thing I really want us to feel and feel the force of here is this phrase he uses when he's describing Jesus. He's looked back and he said, look, past tense, God has raised him from the dead, the blood of the covenant and so on. But present tense, Jesus is something. He's alive and he is something for us. So that when he gets to verse 21, he's saying that God can, uh, will equip you with everything good that you may do his will. God is working in us that which is pleasing in his sight. So God is at work in us, but how is all that possible? It's through Jesus Christ. And so God is at work in us. He's giving to us. He's giving us everything that we need. He's working in us. He's making our lives pleasing to him. And it's all possible through Jesus Christ. And how is Jesus described? The great shepherd of the sheep. Isn't that beautiful? Earlier in the chapter, in verse 7 and in verse 17, he talks about leaders in the local church. He says, remember your leaders and uh, try to make your leader's job an enjoyable one. And it's worth reading. I encourage you to do that. But he's talking about leaders in the church. And then he gets to this point and he talks about the great shepherd. Shepherd, pastor. Who's the great pastor of the flock? It's none of us. We're all sheep, even the leaders, even the pastors in a church. We're all sheep. But the wonderful truth that this verse gives to us is that we have an ultimate shepherd. We have an ultimate pastor, the great shepherd, who is Jesus. And so as God is working in all of us, which is what we want to think about, we want to ponder together in the testimony panel, God's at work in all of us. It's through Jesus, and that's a present tense reality. It's not 2,000 years ago God did something in Jesus. That's true. But present tense, we have a shepherd He's a great shepherd. He's conquered death. He's laid down his life for us. He's conquered death. He is now alive, and he is the way that God is at work in us. That's the privilege that's ours. And therefore, future, everything is to his praise, to his glory forever and ever. Amen. But I want us to take those two verses into the week, and I want us to think about what it says and ponder it and chew on it. God has given this great sacrifice And now we have a great shepherd. Jesus is the way through which God is at work in us, making our lives increasingly more pleasing to him. A great sacrifice, present tense, great shepherd. 